0: Good morning everyone. Good morning. A very warm welcome to our morning service. Friends are warmly welcome to worship with us this morning and in this church family. We hope that the Lord will bless each and every one of us this morning. Do please stand while the Bible enters the church. Thank you. Please be seated. Thanks to Margaret Whitelaw for the flowers in church this morning. Please keep Mary Kinneborough and and her family in your thoughts and prayers. Mary still remains in Western Moffitt Hospital. And
1: congratulations this morning to uh, Johnny Alien's daughter, Kirsty, who had a baby girl last Wednesday uh, named Janie.
0: Proud oh. uh, grandparents. gunpins. These are all intimations. Thank you very much, the choir. We are going to read together the Psalm One Hundred, and this can be found on the page six zero three in the pew Bible. Psalm One Hundred. Let us read it together. I shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good, and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Let us worship God that we sing our first hymn Number two hundred. Great is thy faithfulness. Please be seated. Now let us approach the living and a faithful God in prayer. Let us pray together. Living and faithful God. You are most wise. You are most great, and you are most holy. In a wisdom and a power, And the tender mercy you created us in your own image. You have given us this life. You have given us all we have. And you know where and how we live. You have surrounded us with gracious gifts and situations. You have written your law within our hearts. And in our hearts most secret chamber you are waiting to meet and speak with us, freely offering us your fellowship in spite of all we have done wrong. Faithful God, help us to take this open road to peace of mind. Help us to approach your presence with a humility and reverence, carrying with us the spirit of Jesus. Faithful God, help us to leave behind all anxieties, all wrong desires, and all thoughts of malice towards others. In your will, oh Lord, is our peace. And you are all our heart's desires. Thank you, Lord, for the power you have given us to grasp things unseen. Thank you, Lord for the strong sense we have that this is not our eternal home. Thank you, Lord, for our restlessness, which nothing in this world can satisfy. Thank you, Lord, for sending your spirit to fill our hearts. Thank you, Lord, for all human love and goodness that speak to us of you. Thank you, Lord, for the fullness of your glory pulled out in Jesus Christ, our Lord, who taught us to pray together, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, Forever. Amen.
1: Morning, everyone. The gospel reading comes from Luke chapter 6, verses 12 to 16, and this can be found on page 1033 in the Pure Bible. The 12 apostles one of those days jesus went out to a mountainside to pray and spent the night praying to god when morning came he called his disciples to him and chose 12 of them whom he also designated apostles simon who he named peter his brother andrew james john philip bartholomew matthew thomas James, son of Alphaeus, Simon, who was called the Zealot, Judas, son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. The second reading comes from Jude, verses 1 to 2, and verse 24, and this can be found on page 1231 of the Pew Bible. Jude, a servant of Jesus and a brother of James. those who have been called who are loved by god the father and kept by jesus christ mercy peace and love be yours in abundance to him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy may god bless to us this reading of his holy word amen
0: Thank you very much, Pamela, for the reading of God's Word. Let you response to sing together 295, I serve a risen Savior. <music> Let us pray together. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O Lord God, our redeemer. Now, Lord God, address us, we pray. Amen. I want to start this sermon by asking a few questions. Friends, how good are you at making decisions? Do you find it easy? Or do you find it agonizing? Do you want to make a decision quickly? Many of you here still remember that uh, 13 years ago, I was uh, appointed as an entry moderator of two linked charges of New Auckland's Parish Church and the Green Girls Parish Church. And as an entry moderator, I was involved in appointing process. I was involved in nominating a committee Of those two linkage charges, as we call it in the Church of Scotland. And because I was involved in appointing process where we we have to make a decision about who to appoint, the sole nominee, who to appoint to the charge of those two linked charges. Friends, as to remember, we interviewed one candidate who talked about all the hopes to do, all he hoped to do if he got the job. And I said to him, there is a lot of hard work in these two linked charges how do you manage to sustain yourself? And his answer was simple, too simple, I thought. He said, long periods of silence. And I said, yes. And what else? He answered and said, long periods periods of silence, and I was astonished, and I couldn't ask him other questions. Here in Luke chapter 6, verses 12 to 14, we see Jesus chose his 12 apostles. Simon and Judas, or Jude, called us who Thaddeus, in Mark chapter 3, verse 18, they are listed among the 12 who Jesus chose to be his special group of close disciples. And those 12 disciples were to be the representatives of the 12 sons of Jacob from whom came the 12 tribes of Israel. Now, Jesus is setting up a new beginning for the Jewish people. But as we have uh, appointing two jobs, choosing the twelve must have been hard indeed. We all know that one of the questions managers look at uh, in appointing people is whether or not they are competent to do the job. Do they have what is needed? And so the question about the 12 disciples was, what really was the job that Jesus wanted his disciples to do? On one level, it was obvious. They were to represent him, to work and learn alongside him, so that when he left, they would be able to carry on his work and preach the gospel to the nations. But on other level, the twelve apostles were not there to represent Jesus, but they were there to represent Israel, to represent the Jewish people. So, They were appointed by Jesus, of course, to show that uh, there was a place for every kind of Jewish person in God's new kingdom, which Jesus was proclaiming. Friends, if uh, you are uh, looking for representative people, you don't just go for the entrepreneur. And the salesmen and the organizers, and those who are really gifted and competent. Oh, you have some like them, but uh, you would also have to have someone who was incompetent, and another who was devious the not very bright one, and uh, the ones who just didn't get it. And indeed, that seems to have been a majority of the disciples, certainly to begin with. So, how was Jesus to be clear what the job specification for the disciples was? And then, who was right to do it? Nowadays, Jesus would have spent a lot of time analyzing personality profiles and application forms, trying to work out who would get on with whom, and he will form a balanced team. I think it will be a big task. So instead of which, Jesus went off for a long period of silence. Jesus spent, that's what the Bible says, Jesus spent the night. He spent the night in prayer to God. And then he called and named the twelve disciples who were to be his apostles. The word apostle means one who is sent. So Jesus is going to send them out. But that sending is not simply to tell others about God's kingdom in Jesus. Jesus and then about the cross and the resurrection and the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the apostles also went out to show the world that all different sorts of people could be disciples of Jesus. That being loved by God doesn't depend on being able and they gifted, but anyone at all can find and follow the love of, of God for them. Just take a look at the Simon here in verse 15 and the Judas or Jude in verse 16. These two were of the most obscure of Jesus' apostles. Simon was called the zealot, the jealous one. He was probably linked with the nationalist Jews who wanted to get rid of the Romans. Nowadays, uh, he might well be called a terrorist suspect, and the B on the M15 watch list. Judas, or Jude, also called Thaddeus, or son of James, to distinguish him uh, from Judas Iscariot, is indeed Jude, the obscure, the patron saint of lost causes, and the last resorts, of which we know nothing except that uh, there is a letter named after him, Jude. And the uh, Jude is the shortest letter in the whole of the New Testament. Jude has 25 verses only. Simon and Judas, or Jude, were Shadowy characters in the supporting cast, rather than leading lights among the twelve disciples. Simon, the zealot, and the Jude, the obscure, the obscure, were chosen. They were chosen by Jesus to represent him, and to bring in others like them. the zealous and the obscure and the unknown and the people like you and me. Simon and Jude were chosen not on merit or by process, but through a long period of silence. The silence of Jesus with God alone in a mountain mountainside as the Bible says. Friends, brothers and sisters in Christ, how are we to sustain life when it is all too busy and hard decisions have to be made? How can we know we have got things right when we have so many things to take into account in our decisions. We can't. We can't. All we can do after we have a thought and agonized is to listen. For it is through being silent and still that God has a chance to speak to us and act through us and through our decisions. Martin Luther, the great reformer, said this, I have so much to do today, but I shall spend the first three hours in prayer. Friends, how are we at making decisions? And how might we begin and end our decisions with God's help? By long periods of silence means by spending time in prayer to God. Think about to God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, be glory and praise, now and forever. Amen. And now, friends, in the response, let's sing together as we take the offerings. We sing 743, we will walk the land. Let us pray. Out of your providing, Lord, we make this offering brought from our daily living. We dedicate this money, Lord, for the work of the church. And we ask you to use all that we have And all that we are in your service, Living God, we seek your presence. We do not want to pray only for ourselves. we bring before you all human brothers and sisters who need your help. Especially this afternoon, we think of those who are facing with a great temptations. Those who are faced with tasks too difficult for them. Those who stand in any valley of decision. Those who are in debt or poverty. And those who are suffering the consequences of actions which they repented of long ago. O most loving God, you showed your love to us in Jesus Christ, your Son, by relieving all kinds of suffering and disease. Grant your blessing on all who are serving others in Christ's name throughout the world. All ministers of the gospel of Christ, all social workers, all doctors and nurses who faithfully tend the sick, all who work for your mission in every land, through them accomplish your great purpose of goodwill to all people, and grant them in their own hearts the joy of Christ very real. Loving God, hear our prayers for our house-bound members of this congregation of townhead and those who are in a hospital. Reach out to all our loved ones and friends who are unwell, and minister your love to them. Grant relief from pain. Grant comfort in sorrow. Grant hope in despair. Grant reassurance in moments of fear and anxiety. God of comfort, comfort Rona Merrose and her family. As they feel the pain of loss, help them to trust. That you, O oh God, are ready to sustain them in the time that lies ahead. Loving God, in your mercy, hear our prayer through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Now we conclude our service morning. We sing our last hymn, is number five. Zero one. Oh Jesus, I have a promised. <coughs> And now let us go in peace and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with each and every one of us today and always.